Hi, welcome to Guardians of the Family. This is Amy Earle, and you are listening to podcast number six. This is a continuation of the fifth podcast. That one got a little bit too long, and so we split it in half. And so this is the second part of that one. So you're going to hear Kim and I just pick back um, up where we were talking about the keys of great teaching. I hope you enjoy it. We're going to go over the next two quickly. Um, Quality, not conformity. This is um, in the younger years, we're not talking about quality in academics because we're but we teach quality in other ways. We teach quality in the way they do the chores. This is when they make the bed and you go, oh, no, 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 no. You need to pull up the sheet too. The sheet can't be in a wad at the bottom yeah. of the bed. Or, oh, I see you've cleaned up the bathroom, but you didn't wash the mirror and empty the trash or right. whatever. You teach quality through work ethic. Um, yeah. But and then, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, yeah, then as they get older, then they need to show a quality of work. We're not going to accept substandard work. If you make a mistake in your math, you go back and you figure out what that mistake was and you correct it. We're not just going to go on because then you're missing pieces. If, you, if you're if you just going on and you've made these mistakes in math and you never correct them, math builds upon itself. And so if you don't know what you did wrong, um, you're going to have holes when you get a little further on. And so the quality comes in in that that we are going to fix what we did wrong. If we're writing a paper, we're not just going to, oh, I'm just going to write this quickly and get it over with. Um, it needs to be your best work. And then you bring it back for revision and you find out what needs to be fixed and then you fix it and you make it the best that you can make it um, according to your you know, level. You're not expecting a college level paper from your 11 year old, but they need to be, it's not going to be just, a, oh, I'm just going to get this done and turn it in. It's going to be, um, we're going to make it the best that we can make it. And we're not going to move on until it's that point. Same with the chores, you know? <laughs> yeah. It needs to be the best that, it, that you can make it before we move on. And that's just how you teach that there's, there's just a higher level of quality yeah. that you that is expected in life and if you want a, yeah. a child who understands you want and well I, I, i'll bring that up in the next one go ahead i was gonna say i can't tell you how many times i had to write a paper in college where i'm like i don't care what grade i get i'm just submitting something you know and that's not what what we're going to let our kids do. <laughs> right. Well, I, what that does is that gives just a, that's the minimum requirement. I just have yeah. to turn that in. Yeah. Um, and and it, I don't care what I do. Yeah. That's not a level of excellence that, um, that we hope that they want to achieve. Right. Right. And so the next one is um, simplicity, not complexity. And like we were talking about earlier, there's so many homeschool curriculums that um, everything comes that you need, including the pencils. And um, you have these binders of what you have to do every day. And and the more complex it is, the harder it is to stick with it and the harder it is to do it and make all the pieces work and to fit everything together. And so the more simple that you can make it, the easier it is for everyone and the more learning, I think real learning can take place. And this is the the shortest distance between two 
points is yes. a straight line. <laughs> like it's so much easier yeah. to just go simple. This is think about life in general and simplicity is just better than complexity. And yeah. because we're talking about education, sometimes we think, oh, it's got to be. I mean, a teacher right. goes to school for a lot of years to to um, be prepared to to teach students, and we think there's got to be more to this mm-hmm. than these few things. And right. but really, a great education can be reading, discussing, and writing, yeah. and that's really all there is to it. Doesn't matter your age, <clears throat> and that's what we need to be working on as well reading, discussing, and writing. It doesn't have to be complex. So the next one is, <clears throat> sorry, you, not them. And we save the best for last because this is the crux of the whole thing. This is, this is the piece that no matter what, um, no matter what stage you're in, no matter where you're at, um, and this applies Gosh, I mean, even if, even when your children are super little or they are super old, yeah, <laughs> this, this you, not them, um, this is when you stop putting all of the focus and the pressure and the intent on the child yeah, um, or on your spouse or on yeah. someone else and you say, what do I need to be doing? Yeah. And that's, you know, we just talked about inventories and so much of what we want for our child comes from us. What am I going to do to help this child? And if we want, we need to know for ourselves what are in the classics. If we want our children to read the classics, if we want our children to learn great lessons from the classics, we need to know what those classics are what those lessons are, how can we refer our child to a book if we haven't read the books? And I feel like I'm teaching my children to become like I am, or I, you know, we're teaching our children to, to be adults. And so we need to model for them the behaviors that we want them to, to do when they're an adult. I want my children to fall deeply in love with learning and continue to learn throughout their lives. And so if if I'm their example of what an adult does, then they need to see me reading. They need to see me learning. They need to see me discussing, or they're going to think, Oh, well, this is just for when you're a kid. Why do I have to do it? It's not going to carry over throughout my life. But if they see me, you know, struggling to write my, you know, blog post, or they see me super excited about a book I'm reading and I'm excited to share, then that's, then they know that that's what adults do when you grow up you read and discuss great literature. You, um, you write about what you're reading. And, and so we are modeling what we want our children to do. And I would propose that this was so much easier for me 10 years ago. And I say that because Betsy walked in, we were in the library last night, pretty much the whole family was in here. And I had been on a conference call on a Zoom, in a Zoom room. So I had the computer on my lap that I had been in the meeting and Jake was sitting in the other chair and he was on his phone um, conversing about somebody that with somebody about making travel arrangements or something. Sam was at the desk and he had his phone. Um, I don't know what he was doing. And 
Betsy came in and she said, I want to watch the Apple TV. And Jake said, no, get a book. (laughs) (laughs) And she goes, I don't want a book. I want to watch the Apple TV. And I didn't catch that conversation. I think I heard it kind of in my subconscious, but I was really focused on what I was doing. And Mm -hmm. so she came over to me and said, mom, can I watch the Apple TV? And I said, yes, that's fine. And so then she, her eyes perked up (laughs) back over to Jake and she said, Mom said I could watch the Apple TV, at which point he looked at me and said, I told her she couldn't. I said, oh, I am sorry. I'm not paying attention to what's happening here. <laughs> and I said, Betsy, no, you cannot watch the Apple TV because look at us in this room. Or no, I said, you need to read a book because look, mommy's reading a book and daddy's reading a book and Sam's reading a book. Oh, wait, we're not reading books. We're all on our <laughs> devices and totally distracted. And that was, and Kim and I had, kind of done a run through of this yesterday, talked about what we wanted to cover. And I went, holy cow, this is why it's so important. If we want Betsy to choose to read, mm-hmm. we, if she had come in and I know this for an absolute fact, if she had come in and we were all sitting and we had a book, she would have yeah. sat down and picked up a book and joined yeah. us. But we were all distracted doing these other things. Mm-hmm. And so we have to model yeah. The behavior. This is, um, if my cupboards are full of Coke and red vines, but I'm telling my kids that they have to eat salads and apples. Right. Guess what? That's not going to happen. Right. If I'm telling them that they need to get exercise and work out, but all I'm doing is sitting in the house. This is just, that's parenting 101, you not them, but it's really hard to do when you're talking about education, because we think, well, we've already done our education. We went through school. We've already done this. I need my kid to do this. It's their turn. And I don't have time. I'm too busy to read it or to study. And that's where structure time, not content comes in, but we need to structure time for ourselves to read as well. And so our children see that it's a priority for us and that we make time for that. Yeah. And we wouldn't give it a second thought if we're talking in terms of living the gospel, right? Right. And we're saying, well, I drink, I swear, I don't keep the Sabbath day holy. I don't go to church, but my kid needs to. I think we would see the hypocrisy in that. And we would say, you know what, if you're doing those things, chances are your child's going to follow. Right. But we somehow think that it's going to be that education is different. Um. And I'm not speaking just about like kid, like public school or homeschool or any of that. Just mm-hmm. our, our children need an example to follow. And yeah. so if we want to be, if we want our children versed in great works, if we want them to be able to discuss wonderful ideas, if we want them to be able to, um, to think quickly and to make great choices and, Mm-hmm. Um, because of because of their education, we have to model that. Yeah. And if you don't know how, if you don't know how to do that, talk to us because yeah. we we can point you in the right direction. But do you know what it begins with? Read a great book. Mm-hmm. Pick up a great book and read it, and then find somebody to talk with about it. Yeah. I remember we were in was it face-to-face with greatness with Shannon Brooks? And a lady was in there talking about how 
she really wanted her son to learn Latin and he was just pushing back against learning Latin. And he asked her, well, how much time do you spend learning Latin? And she was like, none. And he's like, well, then why would he want to? Like he has seen no use for it. And, and he doesn't know the excitement that comes from learning Latin or, you know, the purpose of learning Latin because you haven't showed him. So if you want him to learn Latin, then learn Latin. And that's hard. That's hard to say, I'm going to learn Latin because I want my kids to learn Latin or I'm going to learn this because I want my child to learn this. It's hard. It's, it's a harder road, but it, it pays off more. The dividends are far greater. I was on mute. Sorry. <laughs> um, I was saying, if you go through these seven keys, you will realize that um, it does take time, that more effort, it's, it's more deliberate. Um, but what happens not just to, for your family and for your children, but for you, it is an incredible experience to go down this road and to use these keys in life. And wherever you, you find a need, um, I hope that this didn't sound too much like homeschooling because you don't have to homeschool to use these keys. Um, and, right. and these are the keys you use to get your own education as well. Seek out mentors when you're wanting to learn something versus professors. Structure your own time. Um, study the classics do quality work. These are all for ourselves as well. Yeah. Now, do we have time to talk about mission? How are we doing? I on think time? we should. That was, okay. That this was is the, the whole purpose. purpose of the whole podcast anyway. Oh, okay. <laughs> so when, when we started like figuring out what we wanted to talk about this time, one of the things that came up in our last podcast was mission and that the purpose of education, the reason we, the reason we have an education um, is to fulfill the mission that God gave us, the reason we are here on the earth. And um, we've talked about roles, uh, the importance of men and women and our distinct and different, but very important roles that we have. But also we were sent here with great gifts and we were sent here um, to serve a purpose and our heavenly father knows that purpose and he's endowed us with talents and, and gifts. And part of our, our time on earth is to find out who are we and what is that mission and what are we supposed to do and how can we fulfill that and understanding that mission and, um, can give us a, a path for our education saying, yeah. okay, this is my mission. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. This is what education? Yeah. yeah. What is the education that I need to get there? The purpose of our education is to fulfill our mission. And right. um, so how do we, how do we know what that is? Do you want to, do you have the list? Do you want to go yeah. over? 
So in the Thomas Jefferson Education Book for Teens, Oliver gives a list of um, the missions, the main missions that people have. And so he says to read through the whole list once and underline all that you feel are part of your life purpose. And so I'm going to read these through slowly. And so you might want to grab a, a pen and a piece of paper right now so that you can write these down as I'm reading them. And then as I read them and as one sticks out to you or two or three, then underline those. So here we go. Feed the hungry. Clothe the naked. Empower the poor. Educate the ignorant. Promote freedom. Heal the sick. Comfort the lonely. Liberate the captive. Preach the truth. Produce wealth. Heal families. And increase beauty. So, maybe pause this, go back, um, listen to them again, write them down, and then go somewhere quiet <laughs> and think about them as you read through them again, and then underline the ones that um, stick out to you. Yeah. Then, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to read the next paragraph. Okay. It says, now consider all those you underlined and circle the one item that you think most clearly describes your purpose in life. We know that it can be really hard to narrow this down. Make a note of the ones competing for first in your mind and heart, then narrow it down to one and circle, circle it. Um, of course, you'll probably do more than one of these in life, so that's why you underline several. But the key to the exercise is to circle one, the one that most represents your true north for this time in your life. And I always think it's so powerful to read through those. Every time. Every time I read, every time. It just gives me chills whenever I read through those or listen to somebody read them. Um, my uh, Sam came in the other day to talk to, to us. He just said, Mom, can I talk to you? And at, um, he'd just gotten back from Elevation, which is a youth leadership camp. And he said, we were talking a lot about missions and our purpose in life and I want, to, I want to talk about that. I want to start figuring out why I'm here and who I'm supposed to be. And, and this is one of those things, I think when the Lord prepares you ahead of time for um, what you need to do when your children present you with these things. And we had been discussing this, Kim and I had been having these conversations and I said, oh, Sam, I'm so excited. I have this book um, and I gave him a copy of Thomas Jefferson Education for Teens. He hasn't read it yet. I said, I you need to read this. It's amazing. And let's talk about missions. And we read that list. And I said, Do, what, which one of these stick out to you? And he, he chose three. And it was the most powerful experience because when I was reading them aloud, when we were sitting there together, one of them just like leapt out. And I knew that that was one of Sam's missions. And it was a kind of an emotional experience because, um, and it was for him too, because he went, oh, I can see mm -hmm. how my talents and what, who I am, that's important. And he's so different. All of my children are so different and they have different yeah. missions. They have different talents. And to be rec to recognize your own strengths and gifts yeah. as 
as your a purpose for why you are here and how you can feed the hungry. Yeah. Comfort the lonely. Is it yeah. increased beauty? What's the yeah. beauty? Um, yeah. And Oliver lists these under the mentoring section of the book and it can, and I think that's because we can let that um, help us to know what direction to go and help us to know where to focus. And um, mine is increased beauty and heal families, but I feel especially drawn to increased beauty. But I remember when we first learned about these, it was kind of like stressful for me, like, okay, my mission is increased beauty. How do I do that? And being stressed about how to do that. But um, I think that God gives you the, the passions and the desires that you have and the, the things that you want to study and learn, those all come from God. And so those align with your mission. And so as you follow the things that you're interested in, as you develop your talents and your passions, that, that's you fulfilling your mission. And as you do those things, um, you can see that you're fulfilling your mission. And so I really love photography and I thought that that was like the only way I was spreading beauty. But as we were talking about this and I was thinking about it and I was looking back, I thought, well, I also play the piano and I play the organ for church. So in the, right there I'm increasing beauty and I, you know, play the piano for my children and I like to listen to, classical music and I like to teach my children about art. And so that's spreading beauty as well. And so I'm finding that the things that I just love are the things that are helping me fulfill my mission. And as I can testify to this about Kim, like you go to her Instagram page and it is beautiful. It, she just has a way with photography and with creating images that is so beautiful. And, um, one of the things that she does so well um, with her children is she, she teaches them art. She teaches them music. She um, has been an incredible example of they study poetry and artists. And um, I've been to the, anytime I go to a museum and I'm at an art gallery or something, I think about Kim because of her love of art and her knowledge. I don't have that. I don't have a connection in that way, but I know she does. And it, it just is so impactful to recognize that her mission and her gifts come from that. And it just is a part of her. She's not trying, she doesn't have to fit something to make that happen. Um, With, for mine, for years, when I first heard this, I thought mine was educate the ignorant. I love to teach. I, I enjoy teaching and sharing. Um, but just in the last couple of years, as I have kind of revisited the idea of missions in this list, I recognize that um, that might be one of the things, you know, when you underline several, but my true mission is to preach the truth that that is what I am called to do. That is what um, is put on my heart to um, share the truth with others, whether that be through talking about homeschooling or talking Mm -hmm. about the gospel or talking about even parenting techniques or whatever it is that um, I have a desire to share truth. Well, and really it's your gift too, because I mean, 
if anybody who's read Amy's Instagram and I mean, she can take a picture and then what she writes about it underneath, she just preaches the truth and you get, you know, every time you read Amy's Instagram, you're learning something and um, she just has a way with words that just resonates with people. And as you listen to the podcast, you can feel that that's her gift as well. She's just so well-spoken and be able to, and tell the truth in, um, yeah, it's one of your awesome oh, gifts. Thank you. And it, sometimes it's like when you have a mission, when you have a, um, something that's feels so you're so powerfully connected to it. Um, it can feel a little overwhelming. You can feel the weight of that. But what I want to encourage you is like, first, going back to what Kim said when we went through this and she was like, ah, what's my mission? What am I doing? How do I? Yeah. Don't allow that to happen. That's yeah. not the purpose of this. The purpose is just to, to settle, settle these onto your heart and to be thinking right. about them and um, spend some time. And like I said, it took me years to really find my, the, right. my real true focus. Um, and right. And it can be freeing too, I think, because you feel like there's so much out there that you want to learn and there's so much out there that's good. How do I narrow it down? And I feel like this is kind of a way to narrow it down. I mean, still all areas are important, but when when I do an inventory of myself and I say, okay, my mission is to increase beauty. Okay, what how can I do that more in my life? What are the things that I am going to be reading and studying that are going to help me do that? Oh yeah. And don't you think um, it helps you to n- to not compare as much? Yeah. Like I think so. When when I can say, so Kim is really good at her. She has some amazing talents and strengths, and those are hers. And then I have mine, and it's and the yeah, they are different. Right. Um, and we can just choose to, to focus on what we're doing and find, find our focus and our purpose within that. Yeah, absolutely. And then when you know your children's missions, that's powerful too. Because And your spouse. Yeah. And when they understand yours and you're just having a discussion, this is that vision. Um, you guys, this is that maternity what did we call it? Maternal ambition. Yeah. This is, we want to make a difference. We want to have, we want to help others. We want, we have that divine nature to nurture and to, to, um, we want to do something. And this list of missions is a way that we can say, Oh, this is how I can do Mm -hmm. it. This is my corner of the world. And this is how I can do that. And inspiring vision for our children and our families of where they are headed is a beautiful thing too. And this is part of beginning with the end in mind. Mm. So if this is how I'm changing the world, what do I need to be doing now to further that? Yeah. And it doesn't it evolve like I'm thinking specifically about Sam and him talking about his missions. And I'm sure as he grows and changes, but I also know where his heart is. I know the kind of child that he is. And um, there are some that are just always going to be on his heart. Um, And how he does it now will be different than how he fulfills it later. 
but it gives him something that he can look at now and say, oh, that is part mm-hmm. of who I am. And I want to be better at that. Yeah. So powerful. I love like this discussion Yay. has been for me fantastic. It's so good to go over the the basics, the seven keys, yeah. returning to those, um, to talk about mission. Yeah. And let's just say we have been doing this for over 10 years now. Mm-hmm. And we still need reminders. We still need to come back to it over and over again. This is not something that you're going to be perfect at in a day or a week or a month. Don't even Or try. 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> Take this one is, thing. If this is yes. completely new to you, read a book. Just yeah. choose one book. Um, read, what were some of those? At the back of a Thomas Jefferson Education, he gives five books yeah. and he says, read one of these. And it's like Laddie, Little Britches. Anna, Anna Green Gables. The Lonesome Gods or The yeah. Chosen. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So one of those. And the reason he chooses those are because you can see all of these principles within yeah. those books. Um, yeah. The Chosen, if you have a, a scholar age child, which is like high, the high school age, mm-hmm. The Chosen is, oh goodness. And Little Britches is perfect for the younger ages. Yeah. Um, and, and go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say, and Lonesome Gods, that yeah. covers a whole lifetime of self-education. Yeah. And so structure your time, set aside time every day to read, and then just read what sounds fun. Read what you're interested in. It doesn't have, you don't, you don't have to go through a book list, especially when you're starting out. You know, one day you could be really excited about reading the literature book that you're reading. And then another day you're like, oh, I want to learn about this. And then that's okay. That's okay to skip around. You don't have to finish a book before you move on. No. Make it exciting for yourself. Learn and read about what you want to learn and read about. Yeah. Give your give yourself a pass on having to like completely follow through on everything that's part of the phases. And yeah. and, and it's part of love of learning. Yep. Creating a love of learning is about jumping from thing to thing and just seeing what interests you. Yeah. So, Don't make it drudgery. If you're interested, like let us know. Let us know your thoughts on this. Um we're coming back next time and we're going to talk about Eve and her role um, yeah. as, a, as our, an example for us. But if you'd like us to, to talk more about the kind of things that we talked about today, let us know. Yeah. If you, if you don't think we've talked about something in depth enough, just. Or the phases of us, learning or something like that. Yeah. Give us a shout out. Ask us questions. We're happy to discuss things and maybe we'll do a mini podcast. Yeah, many that turns into the longest podcast ever. (laughs) We hope that you guys are still listening. Uh, We appreciate all your comments and messages when you guys send us quick messages. It just makes our day. So yes, we love it. So thank you so much. Yeah, have a good day, guys. Until next time. Bye.